contemplate the workings of the inner being. Your eyes are wide open, but are you really seeing? We decided in all of uh, just everything that's happening collectively everywhere that we would bring some other conversations to the narrative besides only statistics and doom and gloom and in regards to the COVID-19, right? right. Because um, there's a lot that we cannot control. There's a lot of uncertainty, actually, in the numbers that are being projected. So let's talk about what we can do, regardless of this virus, any virus, disease, all of it, right? And so on. Uh, because we want to know how to, we want to talk about fortifying the system that is the personal organism. And that's from viruses and other. We have a lot of viruses in this world, not just this one. So let's talk about how we can protect from all of them. So we have our dear friend, Jane Barlow, who you all will love as much as we do. And if you don't get out, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have to get out. Ta-ta. So thank you, Jane, so much for joining us thank today you. Thank you so uh, live on Facebook and also for our podcast. Yeah. And if you could give uh, our listeners a little insight into who you are and what you do in your fabulous, fabulous company, it would be awesome. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me, guys. I adore both of you, and we're mm -hmm. lucky enough to know each other in person besides just virtually. Um, so I grew up with a dad who was a botanist, and we so we grew up with natural medicine, which was really not normal for the era that I grew up in. I grew up in the 60s and the 70s, and this was when all the you know, the packaged food and canned food and all the fast foods were really gaining huge popularity. And we didn't get any of that. And of course, we felt like we were just deprived all the way um, and learned later as adults, it was a truly a gift. Um, but we grew up with plant medicine. That was the way my dad raised us. His passion and his love and his education was in um, medicinal botany. So not just the love of plants, but what makes plants medicinal like how can humans use them and this is how humans have been using um you know we've been using plants are pretty much the whole time that we have been in existence there's the uh, me medicine man there's you know the tribe and this shaman and it's passed down wisdom and you know for a modern american white woman you know i had a dad who was a medicine man and i it was such a gift so my dad passed away 22 years ago, and I restarted his company 18 years ago. And I carry on his formulas, um, and I have my own line of stuff that I've formulated over the years. And I love what I do because it's so empowering with Mother Nature, how we take care of ourselves. And yeah, so that is it in a nutshell. I have a, a beautiful company that actually does things that help people. So. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for you what do. you do. Yeah. And we use, a, I mean, an endless amount of your products. By the way, the new soap. Amazing. Oh, yeah. By I, the way, that new, that new mind boosting uh, awesomeness that you got. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank so you. I'm, so I'm, glad. I'm so glad you like it. It was. Oh, yeah. yeah awesome. <laughs> I'm in that right. I'm in that right now. Like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is awesome. Thank you for all that you do, all the research that you've done and uh, the gifts that you continue to bring to humanity. Thank you so much, sister. Well, thank you. It's yeah. uh, We're all here to help each other. You know, as humans, this is the biggest gift we can give to each other is we're here to help each other. It's not all about what can I do for me? What can I do for my family? You know, we're here to serve all of us. So it's um, when you find your place of service 
and you're able to impact people for the better, it's such a blessing. Like to me, it's such a blessing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. So let's jump in a little bit, you know, with all of the, just all of the things going around right now, people's stress levels are exponentially higher than usual, which is impacting existing conditions, right? Pre-existing conditions aside from any virus that's here because of the impact of stress. Let's say someone was coming to you regardless of what's currently going around with this strain of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things you tell people to boost their immune system because that's what the immune system needs? Well, you know, this is probably a, an answer you might not expect, but the number one thing I tell people is to stop watching the news because we're not designed as humans for so much negativity, right? To me, it's like, if you're going to, I can give you all the herbs and lifestyle and nutrition advice I can give you, but if you're still plugged in to the news, um, you're, you're, you might as well not do anything because you're going to stay stuck in that negative you know, that negative flow. And the thing is, if there's a, there's a really cool study, I think it's actually from Princeton that shows that if you watch three minutes of the news in the morning, just three minutes, and this is something that people do on a regular basis. They tune into the news, they see what's going on. It's typically never usually positive. It's always something negative and always something horrible happening, the biggest crisis. And of course, now if you plug into the news, it's all negative and there's statistics and it's actually horrifying to stay plugged into that. But if you watch three minutes of the news in the morning, you studies show that you spend the rest of your day in a state of negativity. You might not know it, but you see everything as negative and you're not able to see the positive. So when people, I have had people, you know, because I've been doing this for so long, coming out of the woodwork, asking me what, what to do and what advice and what should I take? And it's like, look, the number one thing you need to do is unplug. Stop watching the news, unplug from your social media because there's a lot of negativity in there too. And then it's the lifestyle, drink plenty of water, exercise, get outside, eat clean food. You know, don't bake up a big batch of brownies and sit and watch the news. It's like, Mm. what are you doing? So that's my, that's my number one thing. Um, And then of course there's a whole herbal apothecary, but the number one thing is stop watching the news and pay attention to what you're eating. Nice. Yeah. And and this is something that you can have all the supplementation in the world. And we say this all the time too, all the supplementation in the world is not going to save you from yourself, right? (laughs) Whether that's what you're consuming in your mind, whether it's the thoughts that you're cycling around, whatever truths you're ignoring within yourself or whatever, anything you ingest or digest in your eyes, through your ears, Mm -hmm. your body is still consuming you know, and though that impacts how your hormones release and you can't override that with supplementation. It does very little. No, it's like you can't cover up a bad diet with supplements. You just can't. And, you know, there's this really lovely quote from John F. Kennedy Jr. that seems really relevant right now. So time to repair your roof is when the sun is shining. So Mm -hmm. it's not like don't wait until there's something really bad happening around the world. Um, like I, I'm not scared at all. I am not worried at all. And it's like, I'm a year away from being in a compromised uh, population. You know, I'm a year from 60 and it's like, I've been taking care of my health every day, every day, every day, every day, since I was very young. And I know that mo- a lot of people don't have some of the gifts that I got when I was growing up, but t- today is a good day to do that. Tomorrow's a good day to do it again. And every little habit that you put into place 
you know, when you have a big thing like this happen, you don't have to, to stress about it and worry about it. you. Like I, all the herbs that I'm taking to stay well, I've been taking them for decades. I'm not just all of a sudden bringing them into my life. You know, I have my prevention routine and I have, you know, it's, it's actually, this is what people need to take a big chunk of, of it's going to be, because this is a temporary situation. We all know it's temporary, but we don't see an end in sight. We, we, you know, as humans, our brain thinks the worst of situations. And if we don't have that date, you know, like it's going to end on, uh, we're going to be able to go back to normal on May 1st. We don't have that date. We are hoping it's that date or sooner or maybe June 1st or, but we don't have it. So we're, it keeps us wrapped in fear if we let it. I mean, the truth is they're probably not going to have a date that everything just resumes. It's probably going to be more of an open up more things that are essential, right? right. We're and still keeping large gatherings, super limited. So cool. Yeah. You know, kids can go back to school. We still don't want all of these other places back. I mean, actually, we yeah. already know most places have canceled school most of the year or at the end until the end of the school year. Yeah. So at this point, it's probably going to be more of a rollout of opening more things and then assessing and seeing where we are, opening more things versus the, all right, May 1st, everyone, we're in the clear. No, because yeah. this isn't going away and this isn't something that we're going to eradicate. You know what I mean? Like it's it's hit too many of the population. And, and viruses don't go away. They right. don't just disappear. You know, we, we, we build up methods of immunity and mm -hmm. we build up methods of keeping them away from ourselves. And just like you said, for years, I've been, you know, I, I practiced nursing for 25 years in the clinical setting. So all of the ways that I keep myself clean, the way my hygiene practices, my hand mm -hmm. practices, the way I cover my face, if somebody else is coughing and if I'm coughing, all of these things are built into the, into how I flow. So I'm not afraid of anything, you know, and, 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 and the, the upkeep, how I, keep my body together. It's not something that, oh, now there's, there's this new virus, so I have to do it. My body is built for resiliency no matter what. So all the other things that can be co-infections and, and, and co-pathogens with a virus that can cause you to, to, to be on the downslide are not threats to me. So if anything new comes in, my body no, you know, can learn how to manage things a lot faster. And this, right. you know, I, I'm so glad that you brought that point up. You know, it's not about Right now, we have this opportunity to learn from the things we haven't been doing. And most people have not been taking care of themselves. And we can see this through the, the rise of, of, of type 2 diabetes in children, uh, you know, autism shooting up, all of these things. People autoimmune disorders. Autoimmune disorders. All these mm -hmm. things are on the rise. And it's because we're really not doing what we need to do all the time. Yeah, people and need to take action. Like, it's right. not just thinking about it and knowing the information. You know, you need to take action. You you can't just sit back and and part of it too. I will tell you guys is when people say say someone takes really good care of themselves, but then something like this happens, and then they just start rotating in fear and worry, like that is going to hurt your immune system just mm -hmm. as bad as if you're not taking care of yourself, because you get into that grip of fear and it's it's just as damaging. So this is why I say turn off the news because you can be as healthy as you and I are. And we, as humans, we like the train wreck, right? There's a yeah. car wreck on the side of the road. We all slow down because there's just a part of us. Our, it's our human nature to, we want to see what's going on and it's hard to turn away. We crane our necks. It's like, how bad can this get? And then we talk to each other and we talk about the numbers and the, like, it's like, shut all that out. <laughs> Because if you worry about it or have fear with it, it doesn't change the situation. 
Mm -hmm. yeah. it change it. If I sit and worry about it, it doesn't make it better. Right. Right. So. Yeah. And the time to build a parachute isn't when you're jumping out of the plane. You right. know what I mean? And right now people are like, oh, we just need to isolate. We do, you know, for the spread. Mm -hmm. What action are you taking in the isolation for the fortification and the lowering of the proliferation of not only this virus, but every virus? Mm -hmm. And of course, we have this percentage of the population that is going to be deeply impacted by it. What actions are you currently taking to not be part of that population so that you aren't taking up a bed in that hospital or taking a respirator or taking a medications that are needed for the people that truly are impacted. Yeah, yeah this is, yeah. Oh no. Continue. No, continue. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Todd. No, no I, I was just going to say, this is an, has been an ongoing theme with us. It's what can you do right now for the, for the betterment of everything and everybody and build that into a habit into your body, just like getting up in the morning and turning the news on as a habit getting up and not turning on the news, getting up and saying something awesome, getting up and having Go fun, for a walk. doing something that is awesome for you all the time is a habit. Just like doing something that's shitty for you all the time is a habit. What is going to benefit you and everybody else? So that's, yeah, that's all I wanted to touch on in there. Yeah, so well, continue. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. You know, when you start mm -hmm. a new habit, it's uncomfortable because 50% of your, your, Actions during the day are in your subconscious. They're habits because that way you don't have to think about the things that you do. So when you want to change a habit, your body and your brain, your subconscious is going to try to pull you back into what they know mm -hmm. and what's comfortable. So you mm -hmm. have to do it a certain number of times in discomfort so that you can build a new habit. And that's the hardest part for some people because humans want comfort, right? And yeah. yet we and yet we seek to sustain discomfort. You know, it's we like to stay in the discomfort we already know because we can at least know that that what that discomfort entails. Yeah. It's the fear of pain outside of what the pain we already know. Yeah. Because if I'm in this much pain, then there has to be way worse possible than what I'm either currently experiencing or what I could experience. So, you know, it's um Ta said this the other day. People Say it. People will die in pain. Oh, yeah, people. Than people live would, in discomfort. People, people would rather. People would rather. No. People would rather live in pain. Mm. And or, people would or rather die. die if they're in comfort and discomfort than live in pain. I mean, they, they would rather die. So. Yeah. Or no, they would rather live. Wait. See, you got me confused. <laughs> they would rather live in pain. Like, than, what is it? Than, than yeah. in discomfort. They would rather die if discomfort is happening. People like most of the time in in a hospital situation where people would have to make this that were really uncomfortable, uncomfortable, they would rather live in pain or die from the discomfort. They, they, they don't want to be, in un there's something about change. And for, for me in, in, in the work that I've done with movement, with fitness, with changing of habits or anything like that, there is a discomfort that comes with it all because your body is changing, your neurology is changing, everything is changing. So it's really uncomfortable. And there is a not knowing, there is a, 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 a uh, an uncertainty that happens when you're uncomfortable. When you're in pain, you know that you're in pain. There's no uncertainty to it. There's a certainty to it. So people would rather live in this painful space than be uncomfortable and uncertain. And that's where the discomfort zone is. Whenever we're in a discomfort space, our physiology is changing. Our, our mentality is changing. The way we see things, the world, everybody's uncomfortable right now. We've already had to manage a few suicides in the past week. Mm -hmm. so it's, and people and are, psychoses and breakdowns and, and all sorts of things we've, because we've, of the collective Yeah. And, and uh, it's, pain. It's, it's that, 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 
pain. People will stay in pain, but the uncertainty, the discomfort of uncertainty, people are ready to check out. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they don't even, they don't even want to, yeah, they don't even want to wait until, until the virus gets them or something. They're ready to check out now yeah. because well, of the uncertainty. You know what I think part of it is, because that is such a good point. Part of it is the fact that most people have never got past the discomfort and uncertainty phase to know what it feels like. To how, because if you're talking about, let's not talk about the current situation, let's talk about people wanting to get physically fit. Maybe they're sick of being obese, they're sick of all of the health problems that come with that, and they finally made a commitment. And then they start doing all the steps, they work with someone, they get through the mental and the physical part of making these changes. And then, and it can be uncomfortable and really uncertain. And then they get to the other side where they're physically fit, they sleep better, everything about their life changes. But most people don't ever let themselves get through all that discomfort and all that uncertainty to know what it feels like to feel that good. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of you, like if until you get to this place, like I have a hard time describing to people what it feels like to, to be so physically fit and not on any medications. And my life is so fun and so vibrant and so amazing and the exercise I do and the good food that I eat, it's not uncomfortable and there's no uncertainty because I have gone through parts of my life where I was 40 pounds overweight and I had to go through some discomfort. So I think that if people could just realize that what they have to gain at the other end and what they're going to feel, the comfort of the physical fitness and the brilliance of a vibrantly healthy body, it would help them get through that discomfort and that uncertainty with anything. So you can put that in any context, right? Yep. -hmm. Well, it's the same as like, you don't know what you don't know. And then you become aware of what you don't know. It's the same. If you don't know what it feels like to be free of medical conditions, because you've had them for so long, you know, for me, when I was in the throes and the worst elements of my fibromyalgia plus endometriosis, you know, scoliosis in my back from injuries and, and, uh, developed a 40 degree curve, so many things that I couldn't remember or even conceive pain-free. All mm-hmm. I hoped and prayed for was less pain, which right. meant I drank more alcohol trying to go to sleep, but I had to take Ambien, but then that wouldn't keep me asleep. But then I'd have to have caffeine in the morning, you know, and then I'm throwing back ibuprofen like it's candy, <laughs> which I was probably eating too. And the only thing I could imagine and dream of was suck less. You know, it was like, I just yeah. need it to be, I just need to take the edge off of my pain, which in my mind, I associated to, to the substances that we are taught, take the edge off of pain, alcohol, uh, painkillers, muscle relaxers, and not that those things aren't needed at certain times. Right. But it's, right. I was programmed that a pill will fix, a pill will help me versus yeah. what's actually causing the pain. Like, Cole, what if you, what if you didn't have pain anymore? I would have rejected that idea 1000% because I was told I have fibromyalgia. I have hypothyroidism and that's why I'm tired. And that's why this, and that's why that. And I wore those like a badge, you know, I am fibromyalgia. I am hypothyroidism. It became a part of my identity. So Mm -hmm. for someone to come up and tell me, no, you don't have to have fibromyalgia forever, or you don't have to have endometriosis forever. When our system says endometriosis doesn't go away, it just might not be active, but nonetheless, that wasn't a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I 
I have some strong opinions about all this stuff and the pain the body creates from emotional trauma. Yep. You know? Yeah, we see it too. Yeah. I mean, it, that was a lot yeah. of mine. It's like yeah, 65% I mean, was diet. The rest was trauma and stress. Yeah. I mean, our, our body creates physical pain in a lot of ways to protect us from emotional pain. And the pain is real. I mean, yeah. and it's not like it's all in your mind. No, 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 no. It's a cut it's off real. blood flow. It's uh, and and the thing is, is, you know, I have a, a lot of experience with it. this. I've actually interviewed the author of The Great Pain Deception five times. And because I think this is a missing puzzle piece to complete whole vibrant health um, is that we have it might be emotional trauma from being a perfectionist or being mm -hmm. a person who doesn't want anyone to see that they're really angry. Like people might be full of anger and rage at what's going on with this coronavirus because it's so they can't control it and they don't know what's going to happen and it's affecting people and it's shutting down their lives and maybe their body is expressing physical pain because they can't express this anger and rage. Yeah. It might be something like that. And yeah. I, I see that right now so rampant. It's like yeah. people are just in this physical pain, whether it's their back is hurting, their mm -hmm. knees are hurting, they're having like fibromyalgia pain or chronic fatigue syndrome. I mean, these are all things that are caused by emotional trauma that are real physical pain. So it's a whole topic. I mean, that's a huge topic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can go on. For we days. could do hours <laughs> on just, I mean, Seriously. we could do a whole summit just on, you know, pain showing up in the body and where it could be coming from and uh -huh. how it That's impacts. And something I want to do. I, I really feel like this is such, because a lot of people don't want to think that they're, that they want to believe their, their body's broken instead of their, right. they, their emotional, they need emotional healing and emotional clearing. They need, they need, you know, like I have a rage journal because of all my experience. Oh, I would love to see that. No, here's the deal. You don't want to see that call if I promise. <laughs> so, so I realized that I had to get stuff out. And if I was like, I was really angry at my husband because he, he got downsized from corporate America in 2008 when there was the big market crash and he never got a job again. And the first year I was like trying to be the loving, supportive wife. And I just was like, you know, I, but I started getting really angry at him, but I couldn't be angry because I'm too nice. Right. And I love him. He's my husband and I, su I'm supportive of him, but I was so full of anger and rage that my body started creating physical pain. Like I couldn't hike for a whole season. I can, I couldn't teach my class. I was hobbling around and then it would move around to my ankle. And I started, my hand started hurting and the doctor's like, well, you're getting older. You have arthritis. That was all my body creating the physical pain to protect me from the emotional pain of my husband losing yep. his job. So I got this, I, I met this Steven Ozanich. I had a consultation with him, a couple of them. I realized what was going on. And so I started a rage journal and instead of, we need to get these things out. So I, instead of saying these to him, because these are ugly, horrible, ego driven, but also me a perfectionist, I would bring all this stuff out. And then I started writing it down and I would get, ugly in there because we all have that piece of us yeah. right we don't like to admit it like i'm the, well, nice the, the truth is me. if when you just allow it to discharge it's not anything wrong your brain's just right. going to pull out whatever right. it can come up with right. and when you when you 
can step back and say, this is just a release of energy, right? When a tea kettle gets hot, it's putting out steam. That's just letting out enough steam so that it doesn't overflow. As long as you're directing it, it's that's how simple it can be as far as the idea. It's just letting that steam out. It's not wrong. Exactly. It's steam that happens because of something boiling up, so you release it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, and having a safe environment to be able to express is really, really important. And that rage journal is a safe space to express. And, you know, it's. But I shred it. After I (laughs) write it, I shred it because it Mm. doesn't, it doesn't, it just needed to get out. Yep. Mm. But it is a safe space. You're totally right. Yeah, it's a safe space. You know, when 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 we have spaces, like there'll be times where some stuff will come up for me and I'll be like, look, I need to just say some stuff. And it may be, it may say you in it, but it may not be you in, directly, but I need to get this stuff up. Can you hold that space? And and I just let it out. And the same thing with her. When she, when she gets into a space where she needs to express, it's safe here. I don't feel yeah. threatened. I know that I know that she's not out to get me, but you know, also setting up those clear boundaries so that I can be like, Hey, just don't hit me. You know, be, be mind, be, no. Yeah. And be mindful of how close you get to me because that can also set my body off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, it's a free for all go do Say it, say what you got to say, flail about. I know that I'm safe so I can witness that. And, and there's a lot of, 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 of our rage and our anger and our emotions of love mm-hmm. and connection and all of these things that we yeah. subdue. And when we hold on to them, the body does not express them. And this goes down to the genetic level of expression. Yeah. Everything that we do is an expression all the time. So if we hold back the expression, the body has to hold that energy. And if you're holding back multiple expressions and big expressions like anger or rage, the body is holding that can, as a container. And that becomes a disruption. It becomes a disease. I, we have this... It, the, we can go on for days about this stuff, but yeah. you know, I really appreciate you bringing that rage journal to the to the table because yeah. that's a, you know I journal everything in, in in one book, so the rage is in there, the happiness, the joy, all of the stuff is in there. But I think that's a great idea to uh, for people who are watching and listening, get a rage journal, man, and when you lose your shit, put it in there. Right? And well, then, and you guys are really lucky that you have each other and you can have open conversations, even if they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me. This created this space for me and my husband, too, because in the past, like we didn't have that level of communication. So this is a really nice example that you guys set. It's like I can not only bring all my love to you, we can communicate in love. I can bring anything that makes me have different emotions that are maybe lower vibrating emotions, but they're emotions that need to get out regardless. So that's a beautiful example that you guys have. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that we, we, we are very astute about. All of you is welcome here. All aspects of you is welcome here. As long as it's not physically compromising us, uh, it's welcome here. Just say what you need to say, get it out. I love all of this woman, like everything about her, her anger, her joy, when she's snarky, if she's sarcastic, what I love all of it. I get snarky. Yes, you do. Uh, I, I love all of it, and and it's welcome here, and and I want her to be able to have a safe place to express her freedom completely. And I know that it's not an attack on me. And this is something, and like you said before, you don't you don't fix the roof when it's raining outside. We talk about this stuff before. Yeah. And and we get all this stuff out on the table. Hey, you know, if I'm ever in a in a space where I'm angry, can I lose my can I lose my cool with you? And it's like, yeah, you, I got you. And let's Just, talk about what your anger looks like so I know how so I to know, so, so I know be that, with it right, and so, not be impacted or wounded or reactive. Or perceive that it's a personal mm-hmm. per, that it's a personal attack because it may be familiar. Uh, with something that's happened to me in the past. So when we preempt one another, we have this space and it's like, you know, you can completely be you. You you don't have to put your guard up. You can flail about or whatever. If you, you know, 
I got you. And this is the type of interaction that we are looking to show people what it looks like. And it's like, you know, you've seen us, we've spoken to us in person. This is not bullshit. We're, we're, this is how we are. All the, this is how we are all the time. And, and this is the, the type of world we are looking to, to live in is what we're creating right here within mm -hmm. this. It's first and then expanding within, it outward. It's first within the individual, then it's within the construct of the relationship and then all the other relationships that we have. So, you know, and then, and then we team that up with the nutrition. We team that up with awesome people, uh, awesome like friends you. like you and, uh, and, and uh, supplementation, <laughs> which I wanted to bring back around, uh, you know, and, and I, I, I want to bring it back around because I, I think your products are really high quality. There, there are a couple of people that we work with with supplements, and yours are probably the the highest, one of the highest quality uh, supplements that we work with, and we've been using for years. Yeah, I mean, I've been used, I've been solid using a few of your products for three, three and a half. Yeah, at least. At least, yeah. yeah. And, and and I started around the same time, mm -hmm. so it's been it's been magnificent to to work with uh, a product that I consider. Uh, is made with a tremendous amount of love. You know, I've, I've, I, every time I get one of your, your manuals, you send out the whole catalog and I, I love, I'm like, he holds on to that. That goes in like <laughs> in the bookcase. I love the story. Look at the story. And I'm actually thinking about coming on with you and doing that, uh, that whole the whole process of of learning the how, whole program the whole program yeah so uh, that, yeah, that yeah 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 I'll I'll get you I'll get you signed up with a login for that yeah Party. Yeah, yeah cool and and uh you know please tell people about what you offer well you know um one of the beautiful gifts that my dad gave me was and we got this grown up all the time um and he expressed this because he realized that as a person who is, is responsible for making products that affect the health of people, that they must be made with the energy of love. And, and so that was just always talked about when we were growing up. And, it, and so that just seemed very normal. And we, so we, we not only must they be made with love, but they have to have pure, clean ingredients, mm. not a bunch of fillers. I have to make, to me, if I'm going to be making products, that my own family, my children, my grandchildren are gonna be taking to keep them healthy. Why would I not treat other people and their children and grandchildren the same way? There, it doesn't make any sense to me to go, I'm gonna make the good stuff for myself and just get cheap ingredients and cheap fillers and, and they'll get some benefit because there'll be some of that in there. No, that's not how it works. It's We all must treat each other as equal. So to me, it's very important that the highest amount of integrity and love and healing energy goes into our products. So it's not just about, yeah, this is organic. It, this is about, this is made with healing intention. The intention of this is healing. In fact, we do all of our own fulfillment. Like we, I'm in there with the rest of everybody. I roll up my sleeves and every day I'm in there, I'm answering phones and I'm helping to pack orders. And we literally touch the orders. In fact, if someone has a certain protocol for um, an issue, a health issue they're dealing with, and we kind of help them get the certain things they need while we're packing the order, I have in the past held up people's order and literally gave it love before I put it in the box. Because to me, the power that comes behind that, that's, that's what it's about, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. And if with with whatever work any of us are doing right now or any time, I think if I was going to really um, just take some extra time with what you just said, is that intentionality of if we're really going to be about people and helping people and supporting people, 
That includes when you hand tip money to the person when you're getting your restaurant to go order right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Will you will you pause with your money before you give it to the restaurant? Will you pause so that they'll, you know, to give them your love and support, not just in the financial exchange, but in the exchange of love contribution, not just financial contribution right. Right. and and in how you show up with people right now because people are afraid. Uh, we have no fear and we have full consideration of all dynamics of yeah. all situations people are in, but that didn't take COVID-19 to teach us that. Right. We knew this already. Right. So, you know, this is something unfortunately is happening around the world all the time. This is the first time everyone's had to stop and pay attention. Yeah. And for people like you, people like us, we deal with people whose life is like this all of the time. Mm -hmm. So we yeah. are we are not immune to other people's dynamics any of the time. We are considerate of what is going on. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't take it on, and we still have fun. Yeah. And we know that we can hold someone with care and with love and yeah. with hope, and still with boundaries and without um, really making it a part of our physiology because someone else is suffering. I shouldn't be so joyful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think, like I said, kind of in the beginning, there's a beautiful reset happening. You know, even just the lungs of the earth are taking a breath because humans have stopped crawling over it like madmen for, for a moment. And I'm a, I love to travel and I love to go here and there. But mm -hmm. I think that we're making more meals at home. We're paying more attention to what's going on in our families and our neighborhoods. And, and to me, if we can look at the silver lining, um, there's a huge, huge one. I mean, we are, we're resetting and if there's going to be some pain, there already is some pain, like financial pain, economic pain. Um, I think people, my hope is that people will pay more attention to repairing the roof when the sun is shining, take better mm -hmm. care of your health while there's not a big virus swirling around the world. Right. Then you're prepared. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Jane. Let people know how they can get in touch with you, what it's the best channels or website uh, to get in touch with you if they want to learn more about your products and what you have to offer. Yeah. So we, well, my website is barlowherbal.com. So that's just B-A-R-L-O-W-H-E-R-B-A-L. -E so barlowherbal.com. Uh, we're out of a few things right now because we kind of got cleaned <laughs> because out. everyone is now building their boat yeah. since the flood has arrived. <laughs> yeah. And it's the first time ever. I do remember when I was a teenager, there was one point when my dad got really low on his main product, but he was able to handle it. But this is the first time in there's my, I mean, this company has been around for 45 years. I mean, my dad and then, then me, and I've never run out ever. So uh, we have more coming. It's been, it's, we've got a couple weeks before it'll be ready, but, but we still have a whole bunch of other things that support the body and can give you just as much protection in my opinion. Um, so Barlow Herbal, and then I have a YouTube channel, which uh, Barlow Herbal is my YouTube channel. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and all the places that uh, where people are. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're going to put that in the, in the, in the notes, the notes and mm -hmm. in the comments on Facebook. Uh, we, we are so grateful that you joined us and we're grateful every time we get to see you and spend time with you and girl, you're beautiful. I swear it's easy to sit across the table from you. Your, your yeah, energy you. is like when you're in the same space as people who vibrate at the same energy level you do, it's just, 
it's indescribable, right? Yeah. 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 yeah it, it is. So, so we know you love this. If you're listening, uh, rate, review, subscribe, share, share it with, with a, a friend. friend. Uh, tell everybody on Facebook. If you watch this on Facebook, share it with your people on Facebook. Check, check Jane out. Uh, go to BarlowHerbal.com and make sure you tune in for the next episode of Mentor, Mentor in, in the, the Mirror. Mirror. My name is Ta. I'm Cole. As always, be free. free.